0: The Patuxet General, Episode 2. A Something for Posterity production. Greetings from Patuxet Village, Rhode Island. Welcome in. Today we've got all sorts of fun and interesting things to talk about. You are right on time to catch local hints, tips, recipes, and all things patuxet I'm starting with a little fall poem. The Patuxet steams as bunnies flee from approaching feet. Wind whips an old flag as lanterns gleam along the street. Today, our soup will be bean and meat and vegetable chili. The pairing will be a vodka smoothie. And we'll have the second installment of The House on the Corner. If you'd like to reach out with questions or have an amusing Patuxa Village story, please send us an email to jess at patuxageneral.com. This is bean, meat, and vegetable chili. This chili is so hearty, so colorful, it's a real crowd pleaser. So. When I was still a counterperson at Little Falls, one of my bosses felt like a hearty special soup. So I asked for some key ingredients, and when he came back, I had at it. So he poked his head around while I was seasoning and said, Whoa, not so much cumin. Too much chili powder. Don't add any more. Promise. I looked him in the eye and said yes. Then when he went around the corner, I put in a tablespoon more of each. Perfect. And he loved it. The recipe itself. You're going to need four tablespoons of olive oil, one pound of ground pork, one pound of ground beef, one bulb of garlic chopped, two yellow onions chopped, one of each color pepper chopped, one green, yellow, and orange. Two cans of red kidney beans, and two cans of white cannelloni beans. Also, a number 10 can of crushed tomatoes. Now, our seasoning, be generous, is going to have four tablespoons of cumin, four tablespoons of chili powder, two teaspoons of pepper, two teaspoons of salt, and four tablespoons of Italian seasoning. Let's start with a saute. Four tablespoons of olive oil in a hot pan, one pound of ground pork, one pound of ground beef, and the garlic and onions, both chopped. If you could put those into the hot pan and saute those with half of the seasoning, it'll give time for the meat to absorb some of the flavoring. Once the onions have softened, add the peppers, green, yellow, and orange, all chopped, and the kidney beans, the cannelloni beans, the crushed tomatoes, and the rest of the seasoning. Then gently simmer this for an hour, stirring every five minutes. Now, if you'd like something with a little more heat, You could add some ancho chili pepper or just some plain old Tabasco at this point. I want to tell you about my friend Mike and his Electromagnetic Pinball Museum and Restoration Arcade. It's an all-inclusive place to relax and share anything related to modern pinball, EM pinball, and arcade games. A group of pinball and arcade fans with an addiction to games of all kinds and Lego, too. $10 gets you free play on pinball and arcade games all day. You can find them at 881 Main Street, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, or online at www.electromagneticpinballmuseum.com. A lovely fruity pairing is the vodka smoothie. This is a very reasonably priced cocktail and very simple to make. Find the cheapest frozen fruit in your frozen section. Also... Get frozen lemonade mix. You may use any vodka of your choice and some fresh mint is very handy. Fill your blender with the frozen fruit. Put in one third of a can of the lemonade mix and fill to the top with the vodka of your choice. Blend until smooth and garnish with mint. You can keep the actual blender in the freezer to top off at any time. Enjoy! And now for the latest installment of The House on the Corner Moving Upstairs. I was thirteen and had shared a room with my sister our whole lives, and since the third floor was empty. We had trouble keeping tenants up there. Most recently, my Uncle P had crashed up there for a bit. Like any young teen, I was looking for space and asked if I could move upstairs. My parents said that if I cleaned it up, I could pick whatever room I wanted. The third floor was a 1970s wonderland. Each room had geometric wallpaper and corresponding colors to the individual three-color long shag carpeting. Here is the layout. There is only one door into the apartment, and it opens to show the kitchen. On the right was an oven range, a head was built into an angled wall table and a sink with cupboards next to that. One long hall connected all the rooms, and only the bathroom was off the kitchen. And only the bathroom had a door. The first room on the left was the green room, then the brown room on the right. The last two rooms were at the end of the hall. On the right the orange room, and on the left the blue room. I chose the orange room because it seemed, well, cheery. It had three major bonuses over all the others. A very cool orange-yellow-white hanging basket lamp, obviously with matching three-color shag carpet. A window seat to sit on and a roll-out escape fire ladder. I was very excited to move in, so I dragged my twin-bed mattress up the stairs and set it up facing the door so the baseboard heat would be all around the bed. Victorians are notoriously drafty. I read undisturbed for hours. Bliss for me. Before I knew it, darkness had come and it was time for bed. After washing up and reading in bed a little while longer, I turned off the light. I had just closed my eyes when I heard three loud knocks at the kitchen door. Then I heard heavy footsteps coming down the hall. Definitely not my little sister's. I call out, dad, no answer. Footfalls come closer, and I see it. A a tall shadow blocking out the light behind it. It walks right into my room, right up to my bed, and stands there. I thought my heart would beat right out of my chest. I cannot move or scream. I cannot close my eyes. In my head, I start to pray. I prayed every prayer I had ever learned, which were a lot. I could feel the man standing there as well as see him. He was malicious and looming over me at times. Hours passed. At last, I could shut my eyes and I prayed harder. I was still awake when my alarm went off. My alarm was an old fashioned brass bell clock. When it rang, I opened my eyes and he was gone. I jumped out of bed and flew down the hall and downstairs to family and safety. Later that day, after I had told my family what had happened the night before, I asked them for suggestions. Mom said, put salt on the door jam, say my prayers, and tell him to leave you alone. Dad said, hang something in the door so I couldn't see it. What is ghost proof? I put up a soft sculpture cloud with a ribbon rainbow that ended in bells. That night, I am so tired, but prepared. I have a flashlight, extra covers to pull over my head, my camp Bible, and a really long book. I was going to try and stay up and read with the light on as long as I could. I fell asleep. I woke up to footsteps coming down the hall, my pretty overhead light still on. I pinch myself, making sure I'm awake. The man comes down the hall and stops outside my room, seething darkness, just stands there looking at me. Relieved that he can't get in, I pray until I fall asleep. And in the morning, he's gone. Every night this happens. I become less afraid as time goes by, but asked to change rooms anyway to see if it stops. My parents say okay, and I move to the green room. Now, this room has green wood paneling and matching three-tone green shag carpeting. It is the first room on the left. I set up the new room with my bed facing away from the door so I couldn't see him and moved the rainbow bells to the new doorway. That night, I heard him walk down the hall as he stopped in front of my new door. I turned and sure enough, there he was, striking fear into my heart. At some point, I fell asleep, Bible in hand. I asked Dad for a door. He installed an accordion door with a tiny, ineffectual plastic lock, and I thought I'd won. That night, I fell asleep quickly, only to be woken a few hours later by three loud knocks on the door two feet from my head. I learned to go back to sleep and ignore it. There were other incidents that were not so easy to ignore. So please, Come back for another ghost story from the house on the corner pre-recorded in patuxet